3: Well, well, what, what, watch me. What's up, you guys? It's so bad, it's good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. Welcome to your Monday episode. You guys, are we, is it, oh, do we have four more days until Labor Day weekend? Did did we get another, is this is this really happen? It's like time is a flat circle. Time is a social construct. I can't believe, I mean, all that we have to know is that we have a three-day weekend approaching, and you always gotta, you always gotta Appreciate those just a little bit more. And I'll always, isn't it a little bit more exciting the week before you get into one of those three day weekends? It's like a little, it's like a mini Christmas. Cause you're like, I gotta get all this stuff done so I can really check out on that three day weekend, folks. I am in Long Beach, California. I don't know if you've been following the pod. Uh, you you might have listened. Thank you guys for listening to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap. That 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 it really it's shocking how that's getting really passed around. I, I it's so silly and stupid, but you guys, I don't know. So thank you. That actually makes my heart feel good. And uh, yeah. So anyways, I'm here with my parents. And I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but we have had quite a weekend. We did Tom Tom on Saturday night. Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz's epic restaurant. My parents have both been to it now. It was very exciting. Uh, Logan and Brett and all those guys treated us so nice. They're, it really is. And my my mom says it's very good food, you guys. My mom, my dad was like, this is pretty cool. Pretty cool. This is pretty cool, Ryan. He seemed he was like, This is like the old days. Cause in the old days, when I was in my twenties, I lived right down on down from the Viper room on sunset. And my friends used to work at this old nightclub called Barfly. And I would take them into that nightclub in my twenties. And my dad met Hugh Hefner there once. I talked about this before. My dad met Hugh Hefner there once and he cried. And he was like, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> like, he was like, when the one tell you he was like, Hey, I'm really proud of you like he met Hugh Hefner because of me cuz Hugh Hefner would come in there on by the way the 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 head of you guys know the founder of Playboy I don't know how young the listeners are sometimes but the the head of Playboy and they would get a whole section on every Friday night at this place called Barfly, and it would be early. He'd come in like eight or nine, and they would have this whole rope-top section. He'd be with like nine or ten girls. And my dad, like my dad treated him like he was Harry Styles. My dad like reached out to him, like touched his lapel. I was like, oh, sir. Anyways, he was like, just like the old days, Ryan. And he had a good time. We all had a good time. And then today, Sunday morning, we went and picked up our winnings from the Girardi-Keese law estate sale and you guys uh, just so you know, I I there. Yeah, I won a lot of items, but believe me, I know that I'm still the biggest loser of all times. And I'm going to get more into that on my Tuesday episode. You'll hear you'll hear rumblings about that in today's episode. I talk with mom and dad, Bill and Becky are on here and I talk with a little bit about Soapy. But Megan uh, Megan Rooney, who's been on the show many times, she's a lawyer and she's been talking with us a lot about the Girardi case. She will be on because she uh, did all. So she'll, we'll break down the entirety of this because we just did the episode, breaking down all the items. So uh, that I believe will be on Tuesday's episode. So get ready for that. Tell your friends uh, it, um, you know, you, I, man, I go through life feeling a little skeevy, but today I felt extra dirty. I was like, I need three showers today. You see like there was one box we bid on it was like a mystery box you guys of like just framed photos it was like storage wars where they just were like mystery box and we and it was only 70 bucks and I'm telling you the frames in that box alone you could sell for $1000 like it was I'm telling you man rich people are wild like this I've been buying IKEA frames all my life This fucker has like bought frame. Like, this guy had like 8,000 framed pictures in his office, all custom made. Like, none of these you could buy from IKEA. You guys remember that when you were young? You'd get like a movie poster and you go to IKEA and you're like, I want to be an adult about this. And you try to jam it into like an $8 IKEA frame. And you're like, damn, I'm really doing it. I'm growing up. This is going to look, this Pulp Fiction poster is going to look pretty cool. On my adult bedroom wall. Uh, Did you guys have a good weekend? It's so, it's so, what is it? It's so 2021. Is that what we're going to, we're going to say? I say this multiple times this episode, but I want to say it again. Anybody that is listening, you know, I I mean, God, I I doubt you are listening at this point, but if we can help or just send out good energy to the people in New Orleans right now, uh, people that are getting hit really effing hard man it is it, it's so ridiculous if you can help people this week do that i will look for my ways to help or or reach out to me um if you if you do need help it just it it doesn't quit i i'm so sorry um and of course afghanistan i want to send um i mean this is so stupid to send a podcaster's thoughts but man there was soldiers in afghanistan and just the whole situation uh and and i know but we're here to laugh today we're here to have a good funny stupid show and you know i got tons of that i got stupid laughs for you um let's see here uh there's no business if you want to leave a good podcast review great if not cool uh patreon i released a a a Big, long episode with Meditza Lopez on Saturday. So that's there if you want extra episodes. And uh, I think that's it before we get in. Oh, we talk a lot about Kanye's new album, Donda. Donda. By the way, this is how the album starts. Okay, so I have not listened to the full album. So I will not. I will not. I, I talk a lot about Kanye in this episode. Because I've been thinking about him so much. And not even him, but just in terms of artistry, do you guys ever like zone out on that, on what it means? Like, the funny thing is, most of us just live our lives, right? We're just trying to get to the next day. We're just trying to uh, feed our families, go to work, get a girlfriend or boyfriend, uh, just try to find some little sliver of happiness out there. And a lot of us don't get the, I don't know, I, I, I keep thinking about the meaning of art, you know? is that, you know, the big news is Kanye has been working so much on this Donda album. Oh my God, he won't release it. It's supposed to be released, but he wants it to be perfect. And I always think about that as like, just say you're like an account manager at Staples, you know, like, you're like, I can't get this numbers report in. I want it to be perfect. I want this to be the best numbers report Staples has ever gotten. Like we don't have the luxury. Like if I, I, I I even fall into that. I want this podcast to be the best it is, but it's like three in the fucking morning, sometimes, sorry, three in the morning sometimes. And you're like, I got to go to bed. I don't have the luxury of being Kanye West where now I'm a billionaire and people can just throw stadium listening parties, not even performance parties, listening parties in my honor. And I've been a day one Kanye West fan, like day one, like day, like I knew about this guy when he was making beats for Jay, when he was like, when he, he was a cocky dude back then. And. I was thinking also about, and will you guys mind if I just talk for a second of five or five minutes about this? You can skip, by the way, I'll, I'll put the timing mark so it'll skip right to my parents or to Sophie. But this is what I've been thinking about all day or a good part of it. Uh, is that, so music, music means so much to me. And I know it means so much to all of you guys. And there's two kinds of, sorry. Hi, mom. What's going on? What? yeah, It's all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. She's grabbing a cup. Oh my God. My mom just walks into like, you're. I'm never not a kid. I'm never. Hey, all you kids listening, you'll never not be your mother's kid. She just walks straight into the room. She hears me podcasting. <laughs> she hears me pa. Po- she hears me doing this important work, and she just walks right in. No. So, anyways, I was thinking about music in terms of there's a couple types of music, right? <laughs> And I'm curious about your opinion on this. Is that there is music that you just it just makes your it makes you sing, it makes you happy, you can work out to it. Um it it just fills if it, I don't know, it's just it's just you're always just humming it and you just it puts a spring in your step, right? And then there's like the same kind of pop music but it makes you sad. But like a good kind of sad, a relatable sad, and just like, oh, it's like, oh, my high school crush doesn't like me, that kind of thing. But then there's deeper music. There's music that you don't get initially. There's music that you don't ever skip to. There's music that weighs on you, that is so, it, it sometimes hurts to listen to. It's so deep, and it's so feeling in it, you know? I, I would classify sometimes Radiohead can get there for me. Maybe Leonard Cohen, maybe some of Stevie Wonder's uh, albums. Um, you know, stuff that really just goes there. But I don't know if I would ever want to listen to again and again and again. Now, Kanye is interesting because Kanye started off with the first kind of music. Where it was everything. It was production and spring in your step made me happy, made me like think, Big thoughts, but in a really positive way. But also the production was so on point. But now Kanye, in the last couple of albums, and I have not listened. By the way, Donda, which I talk about, her, his 10th studio album, Um, his, the name, of course, comes from his mother's name, uh, got released today. An hour and 45 minute album. I've only listened to about 25 minutes of it. And this is how it starts. Donda, 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 Donda. Donda. No, and I'm not joking. I mean, it's not my voice, but wouldn't it be amazing if I'm like I'm on the album? No, it is literally a track called Donda, and it's just a lady going, Donda, Donda, Donda. So what if I was just like Bailey, 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 Bailey? Like imagine I don't know. I think the only thing that must be decent about being a billionaire is you can take such creative risks and almost fool people sometimes into believing something is great. Or even, you know, you're like, okay, well, I trust him. So this must be great. And the jury's out. I haven't listened to it, so I can't speak to it. But I will say already with just the 25 minutes I listened to. It's not something that initially I would skip around and, you know, but by the way, his last couple of albums weren't like that either. Um, so I'm curious, but it is interesting. But that's the evolution of the artist, right? I mean, even watch the Beatles, the the number one most commercial pop band of all time. But you saw the evolution like you know, they started with like, can't buy me love and all those kind of, and then they, they end, you know, and they go into Sergeant Peppers then kind of change music and they end with let it be. And the music completely changed. They pushed music forward. Now I don't know enough about rap music to, is this pushing it forward? Like I I can only go by what I can hear. and And sometimes you have to listen to something for your ears to hear it. But my bigger point to all of this is though I get frustrated though, because sometimes And I say this with Sophie, here is one man, and maybe we can make a bigger point here, that he's talented enough musically or production-wise to just let music speak for itself. But he did those damn listening parties, and he tried to make them theatrical in a sense, and he put a performance art bend to them. So everything had a deeper meaning, and he was trying to make these points to everything. And, you know, you guys might have heard, and a lot of people, you guys. You guys didn't hear actually, but he brought out baby and Marilyn Manson out during one of the songs at the listening party in Chicago. And for me, this was unforgivable to me. And I bring this up just because it frustrated me. Like I, it's one of those things where like I, 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 and not in a braggy way, it's, it's actually proved to be quite damaging in my life. I feel things very deeply whether it be a reality show or my own actual life. And I remember my uh, Danielle um, Hollaback Cards texted me this, said, hey, the baby Marilyn Manson is out. And I was like, no way. But immediately I knew it was true because it's Kanye. And I just can't get past the point of why. Why do you do that? Now, if you don't know, we've talked on this podcast before. Marilyn Manson has been accused by many women of really graphic, horrible things. And Baby, of course, we've talked about on this podcast before, is went on some really homophobic uh rants or even just jokes at gay people's expenses. And I just don't think it's cool, man. Like I don't I don't think it's cool. And hey, I'm not a success like either of those men at any point have been. But well, what are what is the larger point here? What is the performance art aspect? Are we you're commenting on cancel culture? At a certain point, we do have to admit in this country or anywhere that a bad thing is a bad thing. You know? I kept thinking about DeBaby saying all of these things, apologizing, and then taking back his apology for offending people. And then having Kanye bring him out. And I just kept thinking about some 13-year-old kid wanted to get a pair of Yeezys and thinking, oh shit, man, DeBaby is Bad dude, you know he's bad because Kanye brought him out. He must not be as bad as everybody's saying. He's badass. Like I kept thinking about that. I kept thinking about the, and I know as you get, I know that's so stupid. But as you get older, don't you? I mean, you guys, so many of my listeners have kids. Do you guys think about that too? Like I think, and I know that's like fuddy duddy, an old person of me. But like, I do think about that of like some kid thinking that that's cool to make fun of gay people. Like we've come so far beyond that. Or to actually turn the other way when a woman gets assaulted. And I think those little things, it's not little, you're bringing these two men out in an 85,000 person crowd. To me, that overshadows the music entirely. And here's somebody that you don't need. Like His music is so good that why overshadow it with these half-baked ideas? cause I just feel like he throws things up at the wall and sees what sticks and everybody's are yes men around him because he's a billionaire now. Like he can literally recreate his childhood home on soldier field in Chicago. I don't know. Like I I've been to every one of Kanye West tours. I've been to, you know, I've been to all of that, but it, it made me sad because I was like, man, I really do at the end of the day now, just like, Oh, like a lot of people have said this, but I've always been on the fence, but about he just does things for attention. But now I'm like, oh, this really is, to me, that has to be for attention. Because if not, what are you saying? You're saying it's okay to say those things about our gay brothers and sisters? Are you saying it's okay to assault women? What are you you saying? Like, I don't know. I'm so sorry. This is like so deep into the, early in the podcast, but it was just something on my mind. So you know what? But that's it. That's it. I swear to God, this is going to be actually... A funny and deep and whatever, but you guys know Bill and Becky Bailey, right? Those are the people, uh, a long time ago, my dad supposedly got turned on. He had sex with my mom and then I was created. And, uh, so listen. oh, by the way, so my mom, you guys, it's Sunday night. My mom is a little tipsy on red wine and I finally had to get in to do the podcast, but she was trying to make conversation and she goes, Hey, who's, who's who's your generation musically like we have the stones and elton john and billy joel who do you got who do you got and she was like getting real and she was like drake 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 hasn't been around for a minute i swear to god my mom goes drake hasn't been around for a minute where has drake been during covid and i was like mom he's about to release an album this week certified lover boy and she's like oh okay well good and i was like where did my mom pull drake's name out like i've never heard my mom say i didn't even know my mom honestly knew who drake was and she just busts him out like that what if my mom is part of some kind of like what if my mom knows the rap scene like that just blows my mind uh anyways you guys uh without further ado here is bill and becky bailey and then right after that we're going to go into sophie ross and then tuesday we're going to come at you with a gerardi keese retrospective with another guest and it's going to be a week of great guests and i hope you guys have the best week ever help your fellow neighbor, your fellow man, blah, 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 reach out to me. Um, Thank you for all of your support. I, I always say these things and words always escape me because I want to share with you the joy that I get doing this. Uh, But thank you for listening. And I will talk to you on Tuesday. Okay, folks, so uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, We we, uh, have two very special guests here uh, in person, live from, uh, I would like to say Los Angeles, but we're in Long Beach, California. Uh, Bill and Becky Bailey, welcome back to the show. Thank you.
4: Thank you to be back. We're we're, we're (laughs) actually in Belmont Shores. Well,
3: wait, we're not even in Long Beach? Yeah, it's part part of Long Beach. Why pick Long Beach when I live an hour and a half away from here?
4: The beach. Did we, you not hear never, that word? Did you, you
3: hear there's beaches near Santa never Monica? never thought you would drive
5: this
4: for
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> us. Um, okay, so we, we, you guys have had a good vacation so far. It oh, started okay. on Wednesday, right?
4: Uh, and we've been having a fabulous time. Who else's son would take two 73-year-old people? To Are you really tom- that old? I thought
3: dad was younger than you. Or you, I thought dad was or 72. Reminds, but yeah. he's
4: already, well, no, he's not 73 yeah. till October. That's yeah. right, October 1st. But take us to Tom Tom's, out to brunch, and then we go to the Girardi pickup auction thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
3: yeah, so they w- were doing exciting So mom things. seems excited about all this. Did, did, were you excited about all this, dad? You went to Tom Tom. You went to... First time. Uh, first time at Tom. You, you got your cherry popped at Tom Tom. And <laughs> Literally. you, yeah. you uh, helped pick up... Uh, <laughs> artwork from a, a disgraced lawyer what was your thoughts on the weekend
5: kind of amazed me where i've gone in my life
3: <laughs> hey how do you think i feel like you you're established you you're retired you have kids like i i'm screwed there's nothing else that i can do at this point yeah know, you're good yeah but
4: you guys have that lingerie
3: <laughs> yeah you got lingerie no it's
5: been great that was it's the
4: fun.
3: photo I, box I, was amazing i enjoyed tom tom's
5: very much the food was great i just like loved the atmosphere uh, Santa Monica Avenue was really cool. Abbey, the Abbey. the Abbey, that's the biggest the gay cool. bar in in mm.
3: Los Angeles. We couldn't get in to go dance, but uh, no, it's really been cool. Yeah, no, and and they, you guys were even in the Sur Alleyway, and I made yes. mom. What did yeah. I make you say, mom?
0: Oh,
3: what did I say? go ahead say, say, it. It. say it say it, oh, wow. say it like you mean but, it God, okay. <laughs> say it like you mean it it
4: was kind of special the two waiters that it waited w- on us a year ago Suck remembered me yeah, wait, or they said wait they remembered me wait wait what me. is special
3: wait Nope. I just said I made you say. Wait, wait, wait! wait. Really quick. I gotta explain to everybody. If you don't know, you do know. If you listen to the show, Vanderpump Rules, there's an iconic line <laughs> from Kristen Doty, one of the cast members, where she says "suck a D. So, and she said it, sir. So I made you say it in the yes, Sir Alleyway to Dad, yes. but then. I just made you say it in, and then you immediately went to the two waiters that yeah. you saw at TomTom. Is that like a fantasy? Because they
4: were yeah. nice guys, and they me So that's our buddies, Logan from, and Brett. And
5: so, they remembered a me for me year They were nice ago. guys, so you're ready to...
3: Yes. <laughs> wait, wait,
4: No, I was with my guy.
3: Oh, oh, you're... Oh, go. that's romantic. I got oh, points, I, got I, points, got points. <laughs> no, no,
5: you were with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So then uh, we wake up, we go to breakfast, and then... Great oh, yeah. breakfast. And and I'm awesome. going to be uh, talking with Megan on Tuesday about all of the winnings oh, and all of that stuff, but you, you had to have been surprised of where I was taking you. You probably didn't <laughs> expect to see the artwork you did come no, out to the car. it or... was
4: amazing. Oh, and cool. the, and the, the photos, I don't know if this it, if is a spoiler of Erica on her... Oh, the, the childhood photos? The childhood We're photos. trying to give those
3: back because I don't want... I mean, that's... I feel like that's I don't know for some uh, yeah, reason that's yeah, weird yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. I don't want. But those. I
4: mean, it was we couldn't believe what all was in that box, and I know you're gonna. It was have a it was a mystery show. box. yeah. I, I know yeah, you're yeah, gonna have more on that later. Yeah.
3: On. Um, so uh, is there anything that you didn't get to do while you were here that you want? I know actually, you guys did want to go to Tom Tom. Yeah. And Ariana cool. and Tom said they were sorry they were not yeah, there from the we cast. We were
4: disappointed, but we'll but, we'll get through it. Yeah. No, no, it, was <laughs> it was maybe. A very,
5: co- and it was a very enjoyable, enjoyable evening. The food was great, the company was great. And the whole trip, I mean, we're here right on the beach. It's been beautiful weather. It's been great.
4: And maybe kayaking tomorrow. We're thinking. Yeah, I'm gonna
3: go kayaking in a little bay here in Long Beach in the morning. Yep. Or the, during the day. And
4: yeah. our five mile hikes are getting us hopefully back in shape after and all then, the food we're eating. And so
3: this is a warm up for we're going to Clearwater, Florida, as a threesome. Uh, and I'm gonna make you say. I love, I
5: love it when you say things. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you guys said you liked my vibe and wanted to come with you guys. Yeah, because
4: you'll find more things um, to do. You research it before we go, and you got to find the hot spots. Well,
3: we've talked about that many times on the pod. That is the town run by Scientologists, but right. you mm-hmm. think they run towns very well. It's very nice, clean, clean,
4: clean, and that's all
3: you care. Very so, nice. in in essence, like if you had like some kind of like if Charles Manson kept an area clean, you'd love it.
4: No. no, Charles Manson no. So but the food is great and the weather <laughs> when we went the last time was perfect we're hoping for the same this time and some awesome I gotta ask,
3: are you worried though at a, at a man of my age are you worried that like I'm now traveling with my parents on like the regular are you not no, or, or is it something or is it something you're doing because you're worried about that's me that's your problem no, yeah. no we're
4: just inviting you along because we're going and we said hey well, thought, you, you want to join yeah, yeah, us? Right. wait a minute I
3: and, thought it was a birthday then.
4: and there's a club a to, admit it
5: you would rather have Ryan than me no,
4: there, there's <laughs> no no, we had admit great it, 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 and, it. and there's a club down there you might like.
3: There's a club? Well, Are oh, you not press... a club Disneyland? What are you talking oh, about? No,
4: a club, a dance I'm not going to go to a
3: dance club by myself, Mom.
4: Are you You're kidding You're not going it? with me. I'm not <laughs> going to do... wait, what dance club am I going to right they, now? They, at you... that hotel we stayed at. You ever, know, have minute.
3: you ever known me to go to a dance club by myself? Or a dance, like, a dance club at all?
4: You mean... All kinds of people.
3: Oh there God.
4: might be one of your listeners that's in Clearwater and goes to I this think bottle. I think
3: our I think I my I think a lot of people are gonna come visit.
4: Uh was it be cool. sh- like Shepherd's that. Inn, I think, has a dance club.
5: That was the hotel. If anybody stayed, knows right? of that. No, it's sh- just a bar, it was very popular.
4: And it kept us awake on the boom 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 all night long above our room. <laughs> Wait a minute.
5: You mean that was the boom boom boom? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: And the sad thing is, so we're, we're in a VRBO, not a hotel? Right. right. So Last we're not even near things. We're at a. a oh, house. no,
4: we're right in the heart of, of where all the restaurants are. All we're the, in the heart of it? We walked there before from where we stayed at Shepherd's Inn. But so we're not staying at Shepherd's Inn. No, we're staying at a VRBO condo that's right near on it. that. Near. Okay. It's right. Well, no, it's right on that okay. block where we walked. How close to.
3: are the Scientologists? We're they're downtown. across
4: they're
5: downtown we don't go downtown across the causeway yeah
3: um, we, we, we drove it through there. downtown and again it was very nice
4: and we'll come through it on the way from the airport yeah. that would be crazy
3: it. if i go to the dance club and then just bring home a bunch of people yeah
4: there would you go would
3: that be by the way if i really mess this up you'll never potentially invite me on a trip again you're right so i've got to really i've got to really <laughs> mess this up so we that's the we goal we can only oh, hope
4: oh <laughs> you don't want to come with us anymore okay
3: i'm joking but i uh, remember that uh if anybody <laughs> we're where's <just laughs> through our big party at the So uh a couple of pop culture events that you guys might uh have opinions on or not even care about. <laughs> uh Kanye West finally released his tenth album uh today called Donda, which is after his late mother his name, and it's an hour and forty five minutes. I remember it's this. an album? Yeah. I remember wow. the song he sung about his mother.
5: That was a good song.
3: Yeah, no, that actually that was, really was good. a good song. That was a uh, that was a long time ago. But yeah, now this is an good. hour and forty five minute album that he just released. It is a long one. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, <laughs> s- send it on to us. Okay. Uh, so okay, so you want to listen to that? Okay, and then uh, Erica Jane, of course, from Real Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills. We just went and picked up some of her baby yeah, pictures that's today. Sad. Sad for who? Her. Yeah. No, it's not for the victims, mom. Yeah.
4: She, no, oh, yeah.
3: No, it's no, not no, for the victims. victims of not her a victim. husband. She's not a victim. No. no, no, no. Why she, are you feeling sorry for them? Yeah, she's no, no, thirty-three no. years old. He's thirty-three. She married him minute. for money and stuff. Oh, he's thirty-three. He's no, he's thirty-three years older than older. her. Older. Okay. Wow. No, no. We'll
4: I mean, it's sad that we're seeing her her childhood photos being auctioned off.
3: Well, now, it's funny, though, That's is that he, he was considered, like, a, a titan of the law industry. Oh, and uh, my Road uncle, your late things. brother, Uncle Dale, right? who was a lawyer at Forest Lawn, the big, you know, really esteemed lawyer, he could have gone that way, too, yeah. where oh. he could have... You know what I'm saying? You oh. can go bad paths. And Uncle Dale you know, with the same woman, good good man, you know, would never cheat anybody out of anything and really appreciated the law. And then here's a man that used the law against for four decades. That's horrible. God bless
5: America. But I
3: think that's why the story is fascinating. And that's why I think a piece of it is because it intersects with Los Angeles, law corruption reality shows yeah. and that's what it shows exactly. you how these systems that are put in place to protect us never protect us exactly. you know like and you us saw, little people you, you know? saw
4: some of those uh, little award photos and stuff of people these little kids thanking him for helping yes we, we he, i he posted that photo a creepy money. photo of like orphans
3: yeah. and widows he took was money taking from. their money um uh Horrible. but how interesting is it you guys are both from columbus ohio both lower class families had no, and yes. that you were actually able to, and by the, no means you're rich, but you're able to take vacations. retire Be comfortable. Be tie, be comfortable. Very very but I'm saying, like, you could not have thought about that when you were no, a kid at all, no, right? No,
4: not at all. Because we, you I know, really I wore uniforms we, to school, and thank God, because my parents and you, couldn't and afford I, it. I loved it when had, you wore uniforms <laughs> to <school. laughs> my, my, my parents couldn't afford it. To buy me the latest clothing to compete with the others, so thank God for the uniforms. <laughs> and Dad, you
3: barely made it to school, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, we. Uh, I mean, that I just think that is an interesting story. Uh, so basically, what I'm asking is, are you guys involved in any kind of criminal activity that you're actually able to, re- you know, retire?
5: Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Who's and, listening and, to this? But, yeah.
4: but on, on a reverse note what you grew up without wanting all those things except we did have the black and white cereal boxes but you got all Yeah, wait, the wait. wait. I do want to say no, wanted.
3: I I didn't I've never wanted for anything, for anything but I will that's say what I'm saying. We proudly were a Walmart family, a yes. Ross family, a yeah. you know but, but by the way Food there's nothing less There's nothing <laughs> wrong with any of that no. but, but I'm saying I we didn't have name brand cookies but we had no. cookies. <laughs> And you mean, know what I'm saying? We had the black and white generic that's cookies. That's what like, I'm talking the... about, and
4: and thus we were able to now enjoy. Life. Yeah, yeah. Thus we were able
3: for you guys to now enjoy retirement. <laughs> Wait a minute! By the way. Wait a minute! <laughs> and thank you very much. Wait, Wait sure. a minute!
4: You have no college debt. I love
3: it. If I could have better cookies, you guys would not be. Whoa! You have
4: no college debt, which true. Biden would have forgiven now. But we paid
5: it all. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You said last. Week that you read a thing that they've forgiven all debts,
3: college. You know, they are. I have not heard
4: anything. You didn't see it today. No, mom, mom, Joe
3: Biden is not forgiving all debt. No, 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 no. that's a no,
4: he's forgiving all the uh, there's a certain group that went through this one company that the college defaulted, so that he's forgiving all those. Then there's another, I saw two articles today. Okay, I'm just telling you, I've
3: not heard anything. Uh, Yeah, I well I, guys if you've heard anything about this please let me know how we can get on that plan
4: yeah we'd like them to pay us back for our children's college plan and <laughs> then I mean and
3: and to take it before we you know end and get actually to a yeah. funnier note but you know we're about to have a hurricane in New Orleans it's, uh, it's there, about to, it's there. And, yeah. and then of course Afghanistan and of course oh, we've been on a year and a half so of a horrible sad. year and you know, like and so, COVID's
4: coming back. Well, I mean,
3: COVID never left. <laughs> no, and I know, but so it's... the thing is, how do you uh, keep a positive outlook? I mean, do you just take the moments with your family and enjoy that? Or... It's,
4: it's history, and history repeats itself. And I have a faith in God, and He will handle it. No, you... no
5: it... my turn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You turning it over Hi, to I'm you. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I believe in America. I really do. We've been through tough times before. Yeah. And I got to be honest with you, I'm almost 73 years old, but not through times like this. This has been different. Uh, but I still believe we're good people no matter what. We're just kind of out of whack or anything. And changes are good. I mean, things that don't change remain the same. So some of the changes we're going through is good. But I still believe, like, I believe in God. I believe in faith. Um, but I believe we're good people. And I, I really believe we'll get through this. I, I just. Mm-hmm. You have to believe. But also, I mean, what getting Absolutely. through this
3: means is that there's... I mean, there's never getting through this because life will always present you with challenges. But and we will get through this too. many... You yeah. know, like We'll get through the hate. That, yes. Yeah, yeah If we it. can the get hate,
4: beyond
5: that, it's just, that's I, the biggie. I mean, I pray that God replaces the hate in people's hearts mm-hmm. with faith, hope, and love. I mean, why do we have Absolutely. to hate each other? Absolutely, I don't understand. Because we think... And I've said this before, but it's really true. When I was growing up, there was a saying... You know I've said this before so please forgive me but you know I may not agree with what you say but I'll fight for your right to say it that was the essence of America. Yes. You were different but you know we're in this together. Now is I may not agree with what you say. I'll hate you for saying it and I'll try to destroy you for saying it. That's and I'm damn es- well yeah, going to destroying say it. you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the essence of America today. I mean, we we got to get through that. We will. We and please forgive me all the people but we have Never, I don't want to get into politics. Anymore. Are you about to I say, want, are, you, are you about
3: I, to go on your anti-vax tirade? I'm no, joking. I'm joking. No. They're both vaxing. I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no.
5: It just, I don't want to get into political stuff because that's hate. I just don't understand all the hate that we have. I don't understand the hate.
3: I really don't. Yeah, but uh, don't you think, though, there was potentially the same hatred when you were growing up, it's just that you didn't see it because the news and social media and all that. You weren't, it wasn't so in your face.
5: wasn't, no, right No, I really, I, I really don't no, think there's that much hate out there. It wasn't like yesterday. It really wasn't. We've been through a lot. We've been through Vietnam. We've been through all the race riots back in the 60s and 70s. Kent uh, State. <laughs> you know, the whole bit. We've been through everything. It's different now. I mean, yeah. we're talking from 72 years old. And I've always followed politics and kept abreast of what's going on. It's never been like this, and we need to come together. You know, We're one people. We can do good, but people have separate agendas, and they're trying to destroy everything. I mean, some things need to be stro- destroyed, but not our essence. We don't need our essence to be destroyed. It's we're a good country. We're good people. If people knew history... They realize what a good people we are. But people don't know history
3: anymore. Oh, I like America's and been good. Schools
5: don't teach it anymore, and it's
4: all about me. <laughs> Not you personally, no, Becky? No, or, no, okay, no, okay. no, 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 well, Okay, I was like, what happened in the school? Well, duh. No wonder. I want what's good for me. <laughs> me it's so all about me, 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 and so I'm what, not about me. But
3: it is okay that we all agree that we do that we can hate Jax Taylor, right? We can no, all agree we, on we, that. We what, have duh. to agree. <laughs> to <Yeah. get> <laughs> well... You guys, this is actually a, a, a great no, no. This is a great conversation. I'm It's fun. Yeah. So uh, can we eat dinner now? We're gonna eat dinner now, <laughs> and then we'll talk to you guys again in Clearwater, Florida, in a couple weeks. Sounds good. And don't hate. Don't hate. Oh, no,
4: please don't. Have faith.
3: Uh, just an hour, a short hour later, my mom was hammered on red wine. You guys, um, <laughs> it was. It's been a deep weekend, hasn't it? I just realized the first. 35 minutes said but you know what i feel like we guys we you know i i i was watching this oh on netflix you guys i got i want to recommend the bob ross documentary you know the bob you know bob ross the artist with the afro who's like paint tiny little clouds just paint tiny little so they have this documentary that just came out on netflix which i really recommend actually if you guys like bob ross i find documentaries just fascinating i don't think it's hard to screw up a documentary, but I was watching him and he said, uh, cause he would do these shows on PBS public broadcasting channel, and he would teach people how to paint. It was called the joy of painting. And he would be talking to the audience of like, you can do this. You're going to paint your trees. Just a beautiful tree. just beautiful. Just let the brush go. And he said in an interview interview, he said, I know exactly who I'm talking to. It's a very personal relationship. I think they care about me and I know I care about them. And I literally, that was the truest statement I had ever. I was like, I I know you guys. Like, I feel like I know exactly who I'm talking to. And, uh, you know, I think there's mutual love here. And that's why I kind of go as deep as I do with sharing stuff about my family and myself, because I don't know, it just feels, it feels right. Oh, which by the way, I don't want to put negativity in this, but it is funny. So I last week, I said a bunch of things about Bravo rumors about Real Housewives of New York, because it's just it to me, it, it has gotten so ridiculous in terms of rumors. It's like, guys, we'll 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 find out what's going on. But I've I've seen these rumors. The reason I commented on it so much last week was because it was starting to uh, personally get in the way with some Bravo Instagram meme accounts where they were fighting with each other over like stupid rumors that nobody could prove. And it was just, it, it was like, really, it was a bummer, you know? And so I'm very passionate about those things is that, Guys, some people are believing the Dumois rumors. So anyways, I get somebody tweets me and I'm not going to say the account name, but hi, if you're listening, which I don't even know why you'd be listening if you don't like me this much. They said, uh, FYI, this is somebody that tweet like I read this tweet out of the blue. Uh FYI, none of us fans believe the bravo rumors or start them. We aren't dumb. You are a guest here, straight white man. Please stop mansplaining to us and lighten up and just have fun making fun of the rumors like we do. This is Dumas' fault. Like who writes this crap? You are a guest here, straight white man. I've always said um, the majority of Bravo lovers are women and gay men, and i I feel like I'm a guest, but I feel like I'm part of this. So I what a what a weirdly hateful tweet. Um, but that's the kind of crap you get. Like you get so much love doing crap like this, and then you get some kind of like I'm so sorry, but like a wackadoo kind of comment like that that brings in like sexuality into the mix and brings into. Like I I'm not mansplaining. I have a podcast. Like should podcasts just be called mansplaining? Because a podcast what it is is just one person's opinion. And obviously this is not a person that listens because I always say I'm probably wrong about 90% of the things that I talk about. But it's my op- <laughs> it's my opinion. It's all it is. And uh, all I do is that I do see people getting into fights over these bravo things so I comment on them because I hate to break it to you, this horrible named account that I'm not going to read. People are believing them period. It's causing a lot of like drama. Um, So once again, and by the way, this week I have an entertainment tonight reporter coming on who was a great interview. I have a uh, Jamie Stein an intuitive who has a great podcast called deep dive with Jamie Stein. He comes on, we got so many great guests this week. Um, But regardless I wanted to mention that and then I want to go right into, and this is funny because I think Sophie's a little tipsy during this and she's hanging out with some dudes in the Hamptons, but I think it's a really fun, uh, fun episode. So without further ado, the lady of the hour, Miss Sophie Ross.
4: so many people do be cool and look smarter don't hold back and you shouldn't even care about those noses in the air and the crooked stairs don't hold because there's a party over here so you might as well be here with the people care don't hold back the world yeah. back. the time has come, come to.
3: Welcome to an all new episode of so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. Welcome to your week. Uh, it is, uh, it's going to be a great week ahead. You guys, I, I had such a special weekend that I can't wait to share with you, but I need to find out what our, our co-host ha- did with her weekend. I'm hearing she's in the, the Hamptons again, Miss Sophie Ross. Welcome back to the show.
2: You didn't do one of the cool intros for me.
3: Okay, calm down, calm down. Hey, you guys, uh, one of the most talented pop culture writers, thinkers, artists, Every man is joining us once again. Uh, her beauty outweighs her genius, but that's not even true because her ge- Kanye West bows down to my co-host on Mondays, uh, Donda, Donda, Donda. We we call her Sophie, but she she's she's my Donda. Uh, Sophie Ross, welcome back to the show.
2: Oh my god, that was amazing! Thank you. I just wanted to show off in front of my friends. I'm with I'm with two of my friends right now. Oh this my god! Is-
3: oh, I'm so sorry. You have to listen to this
2: i know that's what i said no they're really excited okay so this is koop and this is eric
3: hey what's up guys <laughs> i was right. like
2: i was like wait i was like my podcast host is a straight guy also you guys can bond over being what's straight
3: up bros what's up dude what's up let me hey we, we, let me smell your fingers bro no i'm just joking i'm just joking no that's horrible so people are turning off right and left um i'll explain that to you miss ross at another time i'm so sorry <laughs> Um wait, so you're in the what are you doing in the Hamptons?
2: We just got a house. We just got a house. Really like, are you
3: summer housing um, it? Are you are you in in touch with the summer house while you're there?
2: <laughs> no, I haven't. I actually meant to text Lindsay today, but I didn't. We just got caught up and we've just been like, you know, drinking, lounging, <laughs> hanging out.
3: Um, so uh we've got so much to talk to you about because today or actually this weekend we got, uh, finally, we got something released that has been being worked on for the last couple of years. True Artistry came out this weekend, and of course, I'm talking about He's All That with Addison Ray on Netflix. This movie has been in the works for so long, and we finally got it. And did you see He's All That yet?
2: No, I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I saw the clips of Addison, like, doing her, like, teenage dreams. <laughs> <tonight>.
3: <laughs> Can I say, like, I want to be a dick so bad, but, like, I didn't, like, I didn't, like, it's not art. Like, I didn't hate it. Like, I, I wanted to hate it so bad. Like, Courtney Kardashian can't act her way out of a paper bag. Like, she's the worst part of the movie, Wait, but it's was kind of line? funny.
2: Again, didn't she have, like, one line?
3: She No, she has a couple scenes. She's Addison's uh, agent that dumps her when her social media following goes kaput. And she's like, you know me, I love you, but you've got to, you've got to get your numbers <laughs> up. And it's, like, she's not connecting with the lines at all. But it's a dumb movie. It does what it needs to do, you know?
2: I love how you're, like, she's not connecting with the lines.
3: No, I mean, she. you'll see it. You'll realize she's, I like,
2: because know-
3: <laughs> you can tell she got acting class. You can tell she got a coaching on this. And there's just actors that it doesn't connect with them what they're saying, you know?
2: Yeah, where she's, like, you know, you know, you <laughs> have to get your numbers up.
3: Yes, exactly. Well, Courtney is good at one thing, and that's obviously taking vacations with Travis Barker this summer because, once again, they're in Italy now, on a beach in Italy, and now this guy's flying all the time after he was afraid to fly for all those years.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and I've been looking at all the photos. Like, she looks great. I love that, like, all of these, like, like unedited photos of her where she just looks great she looks really happy they actually do like genuinely happy. And they life.
3: do there's uh, there's nothing i can shit on except that like you, you, all the girls are so into courtney right now because of all this where they're even like i love her new haircut i don't love like they she got kind of like a mom haircut so people are saying but they all love it they're all they're all loving it
2: yeah she just looks i really was thinking how she is kind of like the antithesis of like The usual Kardashian brand, which is, like, very, like, you know, the long, sexy hair. Yeah. And this super, like, just polished image, like, no cellulite. I feel like she's, like, really tapping into, like, what people want to see right now, which is just, like, she's having fun.
3: People want to see cellulite. That's what we want to see.
2: They do. Uh, They literally do. I was actually having this conversation earlier. I was like, people want to see cellulite. I literally was having this conversation earlier with these guys. We were talking about the Kardashians and how so the they're, they're pro
3: cellulite, right?
2: Yeah, you, you're Eric. Say how you're pro cellulite.
3: Yeah, was, you, you got to be, you know, your authentic self now. No
2: yeah, no, yes. and he, and he's in branding also. And we were just talking about the brand, and we were like, just the brand is just not what people want to see right now. They want to see more like natural stuff. They want to see cellulite. Do people want to? brand is like, you know, Kim would never show like a dimple oh
3: remember that. when she freaked out when they got that shot of her on the beach and she literally wigged out because it was all dimply and all that stuff
2: yeah, and, and she's that- a- they photoshopped it to give her cellulite yeah
3: <laughs> yeah that's a- guys cellulites back in if anybody that wouldn't that be cool filter a cellulite filter on instagram
2: oh my god shut up right um
3: <laughs> no but seriously the thing i worry about though is like i'm so happy for courtney and travis but do you notice how we never see the kids anymore? Like where are the kids? Like Scott can't have them? Oh, no. Like I are they like bad. a
2: I genuinely feel really bad for all of the kids and you know what really made it hit home for me? Those photos of Stormy on the school
3: bus. Oh, you guys, she brings up this awesome so uh Travis Barker, no sorry, Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner. So I guess Stormy, you guys uh, is in love with uh, poor people school buses that we all rode on to school. And so Stormy, they bought her a, or they rented her out one of those yellow, big, yellow, orange school buses, and she's cosplaying as a poor kid. And it it wasn't, it like, it's weird. Like, they're cosplaying with our sad. childhood.
2: It was sad because I bet when she was like, I want a yellow school bus, she was talking about, like, you know, the Arthur cartoons. They're yeah. all like, well, like, hey Arnold, like they're all on the bus together. It's like it's a fun, like, experience as a child to like be on a school bus with people. And then of course, because they're all about just like the appearances, not about like the deeper, like <laughs> things. They yeah. just get her a yellow school bus and they're like, look, we bought you a yellow school bus. And she's like, No, I want people. She looked really sad. It was sad. It made me sad. I'm like, they'll never get like a normal childhood that they see like in the cartoons.
3: Well, that's, I mean, like, what if Stormy, there was this old movie with Richard Pryor called The Toy that I watched when I was a kid. And it was like this rich family. Jackie Gleason was this rich dad and the kid found Richard Pryor funny. So they pretty much bought Richard Pryor. It was like the darkest movie ever, if you think about it. But like, if like they're seconds away from like, if Stormy ever listens to the podcast and likes me, they could buy me, you know?
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's what it's like, she can get whatever she wants. Literally, it's like she just says the word and like they buy her like whatever. They just throw money at everything. But it's like they're so isolated. Like she seems like she's a very isolated childhood. They all do. It's like that's why it's
3: interesting with the new baby on the way. Like, do you think Stormy will try to like dominate that baby?
2: No, I think that'll be really good for her because like she seems like a lonely child. Like, honestly, that made me really sad for her. And I was like, I never thought I'd feel bad for Stormy. Well, Do you like think there's I, a
3: class system within the Kardashian kids?
2: Yeah, I'm sure, and I'm sure they don't hide it. They had the same thing with the the other Kardashians. Like you knew the Kardashian cast system was like Chloe at the bottom because Chloe was never Chris's favorite, and Chloe was always called "quote unquote" the fat one. It's yeah. like very obvious whoever's most attractive and whoever mo- will bring in the most money will always be the favorite, and they won't hide it.
3: Um. Speaking of kids that aren't like really uh going places as much as the other ones, Rob Kardashian this week uh it was announced that he has a hot sauce line that they're selling in Taco uh 7-Eleven.
2: Okay, but what made you say Taco Bell almost?
3: Uh cuz I I when I think of Rob Kardashian I think like Taco Bell and stuff like that, you know? Like don't I mean like that I mean like I'm kind of like a Rob car like I could mess up some Taco Bell like Rob Kardashian could, but like there was that post Chloe Kardashian put in her stories and put a photo of 7-Eleven and Rob's hot sauce on top of like like it was like the display was like White Claw Rob's hot sauce and Lay's potato chips which is all awesome but they were like we're so proud of you Rob your hot sauce is in 7-Eleven and I thought it was like you know, like Chloe even knows what a 7 Eleven is anymore. And the fact that you know, Chris Jenner's the one like knocking on doors for Rob. Like, Rob's not going to sell into like 7 Eleven himself, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, good for Rob that he has his new business venture.
3: He oh my God. To- good for Rob. <laughs> good.
2: No, he has something to like, you know, do. I wear the about- socks. Yeah. <laughs>
3: The Arthur George?
2: You said that Chris took over Arthur George.
3: Yeah, he she did, but that's what I'm saying. It's another event. Like, I don't think Rob's doing this. I think it's another business that Chris is doing for Rob.
2: Oh, so Rob is he's just a face on it?
3: Yeah, but it's like
2: that's another sad thing. It's like not having like a job or like something that you can like focus on would make anyone depressed.
3: You know, totally. But I mean. I wonder if that catches up to you or at first it's like, awesome. Like I don't have to have a job and I'm fine with money. Like, is that awesome at first or is it always sad? <laughs> she, hey guys, she's chewing right now. And that, and we've learned an important lesson not to chew on podcasts.
2: I am eating. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm eating, um, spicy. What's it called? Spicy crab. <laughs> corn, 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 crab chowder or something.
3: I know you're gonna hate this next question. Are you uh, are you dating any of these guys?
2: No. <laughs> ah,
3: I knew that was. <laughs> it's all right if you are. Like I just, I mean, I I just think it would uh, the audience would want to know. You know.
2: No, Brian always wants to ask about my dating life, and I. People
3: love know. your dating life. Okay, anyways. Um. So I guess we got to get to what just came out today is that finally, uh, Kanye West tenth studio album Donda finally came out out of years of work. Uh, but immediately upon release, Kanye West Instagrammed that Universal, he says, Universal Music put this out without my approval and immediately said. So, like, I thought, how dark is that, that even Universal was like, OK, enough's enough. We're just releasing this.
2: Yeah. Wait, we actually were just talking about this. We were just talking about how, like, we just don't care at this point. Like, well, we're over it. We're over it. It's like. Even when it, like, I haven't even, even bothered listening to it since it came out. It's like- It's an
3: hour and 45 minutes, the album.
2: It Like, who can- Like, I just, it, his past few albums haven't even been good. Like, why does anyone, why should anyone care? Like, at this point, it's like, especially the Marilyn Manson stuff.
3: That's what I wanted to talk to you about especially, is that I was at a place of, I'll always sort of care about Kanye because I just grew, I had so many good memories with a lot of his music. But the moment that I just can't defend, or I think it's half-baked performance art, was the moment, you guys, he did another uh, listening party at Soldier, uh, Soldier Field uh, the Chicago, in Chicago uh, Stadium thing. Again, just listening party, and he brought out Marilyn Manson and DaBaby. Uh Marilyn Manson, of course, being accused by multiple women of uh, rape, sexual harassment, all of these really <laughs> horrific, what's that?
2: Torture.
3: Yeah, torture, horrific allegations. And then of course the baby who uh said so many homophobic comments and then doubled down, then apologized, then took back his apology. And so that's who he puts out there to celebrate this this release. And it just to me, once I see that, I I completely checked out.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like I just why? What's the point? Because you want attention. Like well, what is I mean, really, what is it? Like what
3: It's got to be because what's the bigger point of that? Because he said he was making a commentary or somebody said he was making a commentary on cancel culture. He's canceling cancel culture. But sometimes I think there's a bigger point that I, I just feel like some of his thoughts are so half baked and they're not thought all the way through. And that'll even show you in the listening parties uh even the staging all the music changes everything changes so this guy flies by the seat of his pants and sometimes it really works out for him but the fact to have that half baked idea of somebody that is currently going to be going to court over allegations like Marilyn Manson what do you what is the what is the message that you don't believe women or what is the message with the baby that that our fellow LGBTQ uh friends uh that they can be ripped on by a rapper and never have to have a sincere apology is that the is that the goal
2: yeah. It's like, it's not cancel culture when it's just like, no.
3: Yeah, we you're a dick.
2: Yeah. No, they're just bad human beings. You know, like that's just, they're bad human beings that no one wants to support. And like, I, I don't want to support them. So then if you associate with them, we don't want to support you. So like, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. Like you're not making some big statement on cancel culture, right? hanging out with fucking uh, rapist, torturer, weirdo, freak and like a violently homophobic, like other freak, like no one, you're not making some deep statement. you just look like a piece of shit that wants attention, which is exactly what he wants.
3: See, and that's the scary part. And like, then it, then I, I I thought about this so much this week and it's like, at the end of the day, I just came up with, wow, he really does just want attention. And that may be so sad because his work could actually, speak for itself. Like, I mean, like, you know, it's like, here's somebody that actually could have his work speak for itself. And like, why do that? Like, at, at some point, like, Give us the human race a break, man. Like we got a lot of shit going. We got Afghanistan. We got a hurricane about to drop. Like just chill out on us, man. Like release your music. Hopefully we'll have some good times to it. But I've listened to the first 20 minutes and it seems like another deep record instead of something that I can, but which is fine. There's all sorts of music, but that kind of shit, I just, it doesn't sit well with me when I have gay and lesbian friends. I've had women that have been sexually assaulted in my life. Like, are you just saying that they don't matter? Like, I don't get it. I want to get it. I don't get it.
2: Yeah, and also like the Kim, Kim coming out in like the wedding dress.
3: Uh-huh.
2: It was like they just so clearly wanted attention, and I think it was kind of satisfying that like a lot of people just like didn't give them attention. You well, know, um, like uh- it just like didn't blow up like I'm sure Kim wanted it to. Well, like, oh imagine
3: my- Kim thing is imagine Kim having Marilyn Manson show her up at a her she put on her actual wedding dress and Marilyn Manson gets more attention than Kim that's why Kim's got to even be like damn I thought I was going to get way more than that
2: no exactly wait Ryan
3: why are yeah. you in a bunk bed oh uh I'm visiting my parents are in Long Beach and they rented this little place so I'm uh sleeping on the bottom bunk of a bunk bed because that's where I'm at in my life wait wait, wait why do you ask uh miss in the Hamptons yeah <laughs>
2: I like just registered that you're in
3: a <laughs> Yeah, you guys, I've been recording here all week. Like I can literally hit my head on this damn thing. It's I I am just I swear to God, I'm like the Benjamin Button of my life. I'm like just regressing every day. Which by the way, we do have to talk to where, where I was at this morning with my parents.
2: Oh, wait, at Tom Tom. Well,
3: that was last night, but you know where I was today.
2: Wait, where were you today?
3: I was picking up my winnings from the Girardi Keys auction, estate oh, sale no. auction.
2: Oh, how was it
3: you should check out my instagram i got a pretty sweet painting i I got i got lingerie uh with the uh agent provocateur lingerie and i got
2: guys, guys so that's what i was just talking about they did i was just talking about tom and erica to them i was explaining it so they did an auction of his stuff and the money is going to go to the victims right
3: So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash
0: That's I M P O S S I B L E F O O D S dot com. Guys, today
3: you—wait, well, actually, you just didn't start the show over or anything like that. We'll be back to Sophie in a second, but we got to do a commercial break here. We—I am so proud that we have two sponsors uh, supporting the pod this week. HelloFresh, we know HelloFresh, we love HelloFresh. They're back with us, and then a new one. Get ready, folks! Ready Slim. Ready. This is like made for me. So, uh, I gotta say they sent me this about a week and a half ago. And I don't know if you've heard a little bit more bounce in my step, or if you've seen my pictures on the old Instagram, I'm looking a little bit more thinned out in the face. I think you're like, no, you don't Ryan. but I think I do. I have more energy. I feel lighter. I have gotten better sleep. I mean, I don't know. I've just been kind of hiding in the bedroom from my parents. Uh, and I have been waking up Better than I have in a while. Uh, and get this, you guys, this is from a detox tea. I am finally promoting a detox tea. This is a cool one, I think. Ready Slims. Ready Slims detox teas are made with high quality, 100% organic herbs that gently boost your metabolism and help digestion while also reducing bloating and gas. Is this, I can I talk like this with you guys? Can I say that it's reduced my bloating and gas? So I added this to my lifestyle and I have lost 4.2 pounds according to my digital weight machine thing. So Ready Slim's Detox Teas are made with no fillers, no additives, and no laxatives. So they're safe to drink daily. Now Ready Slim's 28 day detox tea kit has everything you need now this is this is what they call it the wakey wakey morning detox tea helps boost your energy levels to start your day off right and then They have a Snoozy Night Detox Tea. Now, Snoozy, you guys, is spelled S-N-O-O-Z-Z-Z-Y, and it helps you relax and supports the natural detox process while you get your well-deserved beauty sleep. So I'm about to take my detox tea, my night detox tea, here in a second after I finish. I'm usually kind of amped from screaming into a microphone. So the best part of Ready Slim is how it aids in weight loss, plus it is keto-friendly Um, so like I said, I am actually using these, I will keep you posted this week as I do it more, but it really has helped me. And I am always looking, I'm not trying to look for the next diet fad, but as I get older and it's something that I've had to, uh, work at my entire life, because I've told you guys, I yo-yo in weight. I've been big, I've been small, but I'm always trying to look to get healthier. And I got to just be honest with you, this, uh, have you heard about this pandemic we had it, uh, it it kicked me in the nuts and I gained a bunch of weight during the pandemic, like a lot of us did, but I'm trying to get it off and I'm trying to do it healthy. And this is all made with natural ingredients. And I was like, this actually sounds cool. Let me try it. So I'm going to share more of my experience, but it has been good so far. So say hello to a better, brighter you. And right now for a limited time, you can save 25% On your first order of Ready Slim's 28-Day Detox Tea Kit... Plus, get a free collapsible water bottle. Wait, I didn't get the free collapsible water. What the heck? So go to slim.com slash bad. That's R-E-A-D-Y-S-L-I-M dot com slash S-O-B-A-D to save 25% on your first purchase of Ready Slim's 28-Day Detox Tea Kit plus a free collapsible water bottle. Slim.com slash bad. Wow.
1: Selling a little or a lot?
3: How okay, so welcome that as a new sponsor, and of course, HelloFresh, you guys. We love HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? If you don't know, where have you been? This is literally the number one food delivery service. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. So you skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. You guys, for real, like we're getting back to work now and you don't want to have to stop at the grocery store. Actually, it is so hard to even get to work or do anything normal these days. Take one of these worries out of your head and just go with hello fresh. So, uh, fall is right around the corner. Oh my God, it's almost fall. So hello, fresh recipes, they have all new fall recipes. Uh, they help you with meal planning, the shopping, the chopping. It all comes in these really cute individual packages. Um, It was actually really uh, cool. Like, I felt like an actual chef. I felt like, no, I'm not going to even say his name. I watched that Anthony Bourdain documentary, you guys, Roadrunner. I highly recommend. I wish I knew how to cook, but I don't. But HelloFresh takes all of that out of your, like, they have a simple, easy-to-follow recipe where a dumb-dumb like me can fully do it. This is the other cool thing. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order on the app within minutes. They have an app for this. Now there's an app for everything. So you can easily change your delivery day, your food preferences, your plan skies, your plan size, or you can even skip a week whenever you need to. And so if you guys are all vegan, they have vegan meals. If you want If you're meat friendly, they have that. If you're looking for more light meals, they have that. You can customize this. It's really cool. They really are trying to help you out with whatever you need for each individual experience. And that is huge. So for me, this did help because uh, I, as you know, Um, I, I am not the best at taking care of literally guys. I'm living on detox tea right now, but they sent this, I made the chili meal. I made the chicken meal and it was really good. It was really, I, I just kind of walked away with a sense of pride. I know you guys are better cooks than I did. I am, but you can even give your husbands this or your wives, this and say you do this and it's easy to follow. Um, so I think it's, Really well worth it. And this is actually really cool. So go to HelloFresh.comslash so bad14 and use code SOBAD14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. So once again, that's HelloFresh.com slash so bad14 and use code SOBAD14. HelloFresh, it is America's number one meal kit. And now back to Sophie Russ. Yeah, yeah. So they raised $8 million.
2: Ryan bought like a painting and like lingerie from like the Tom Girardi, like.
3: Well, so my my friend, uh, Megan, we're going to do an actual episode on this on Tuesday that will walk you through the whole experience. But I will say, I think it's one of my parents more shameful moments of having to go with me to pick up this stuff with Megan. I'm like my, me and my, my dad, I don't think, he know, he's just like, Holy shit, this is insane. And I try to act like, like, Oh, this is what cool dudes do. You know?
2: Yeah, he was like, he's in deep. He's, yeah, in he's deep.
3: like, there's no going out. Like, by the way, that really is at this point, I'm just like, it's like ride or die now. Like there's no going back. I've ruined so many things from this podcast. Um, Wait, did you guys just get there today or did, were you partying there all weekend?
2: No, we, I got there. They've been here since Friday, but I got here yesterday morning. I got a train at, 7:42 a.m. yesterday.
3: Wait, you don't have to go back tonight, do you?
2: No, 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 no.
3: Okay, good. I'm gonna okay. go back
2: like either tomorrow or Tuesday because we you're have the. Ne- you're
3: never time. going back either. I'm I'm stuck here. You're stuck there. We're just riding until the w- wheels fall off. Um,
2: you're stuck in your bunk bed.
3: <laughs> shut up! Yeah. Hey, everybody, you want to come check out my sweet bunk bed in Long Beach? Um, <laughs> Wait, okay, Long
2: but- Beach. Wait, are you in Long Beach right now? Long yeah. Beach, New York.
3: No, Long Beach, California.
2: Oh, I don't know. LBC,
3: why. Uh, Long Beach, New Year. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. I just freaked out because one of the people I'm with is from Long Beach. And we were talking about Long Beach earlier, but right. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> is
3: Long Beach, New York, not California? That was like
2: your thing. Oh, he's saying that he's saying that Long Beach, New York always has to clarify. They're like Long Beach, New York, not California.
3: <laughs> that makes sense, though. Long Beach, New York. Who's the Snoop Dogg of Long Beach, New York?
2: Who's the Snoop Dogg of Long Beach, New York, Eric? Uh,
3: I have no idea. No one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Addis- Addison um, that You guys are really contributing. Thank you. No,
3: actually, they'll probably get fan mail, by the way. Um,
2: yeah, people... Wait, Ryan's fans are going to be like, wait, who's that Eric guy? I know. <laughs>
3: oh, who, has this, who has this sexy voice?
2: Also, uh, Eric actually is 6'4". Just saying. Dude,
3: speaking of the... I'm so he he's he's like he gets women all the time just because he's tall
2: wait we were just talking about that like we were I was looking at his hinge profile earlier and like giving him tips and I was like you get so many hits on this like he just photographs well he has six four like You know, like I'm just like you. Definitely do just fine on the dating app.
3: Yeah, for all his Hinge profile questions, it should he just just answer six four. I'm six four. What's the what's the weirdest date you've ever been on? I'm six four. What's your uh, favorite thing to do? I'm six four. Like that, he would probably just get. I'm six four. I'm six four. (laughs) But by the way, we talked about that with Austin from Southern Charm. The guy gets girls just because he's like six four.
2: Yeah, exactly. No, that's definitely a thing. It's a thing in life, and I'm sure Eric can attest to that.
3: I need to run some kind of like stilts. No he goes, No, no comment.
2: Yeah, see, you're really contributing.
3: <laughs> no comment, 6'4. <six>, um,
2: <laughs> that was but, like, wait, did you watch Bachelor in Paradise?
3: Of course I did. Yeah. Was I'm like, a man.
2: Tell us, saying that he's 6'6. Six, six.
3: <laughs> wait, Sophie, have you heard it? What, what is it, the news on the Greg Grippo stuff this week? It kind of yeah, seemed quiet.
2: I really, really okay, so I know that I keep saying that my story's coming. It is. I really just need for them to announce who the bachelor.
3: That's is. what I'm saying. Did you hear anything? Because I thought they would announce this week and they haven't announced no, anything. The
2: only thing, the only thing that I heard was that um they made a switch. They oh. had a bachelor picked and then switched him out. And I was like, that could be Greg. It could be Michael because Michael A was apparently the original choice. Like, But Michael
3: A would have to bring his kid with him because he's like a crybaby about that thing, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. He's a crybaby. Sorry.
3: I mean, like in a good way. Like
2: he's a, he's a widowed single Wait, wait,
3: wait. No, no, no. But I'm <laughs> saying if you make all the... Okay, you guys the guy had a, he, you know, he, his wife died and he wanted another shot at love. So he went on a game show and then left his son. And then he was really close to winning the thing. And then his son was like, daddy, I miss you. And he's like, I have to go back. And I'm like, why didn't you, why wasn't this talked about that? You would miss him. Like, it just made sense. And it was like poor planning on Michael A's part. Because I'm like, dude, why would you even go in the first place? If you even thought this would be an issue for your son at all.
2: That's why it wouldn't make sense for him to be The Bachelor, which I like just knew. I was like, he's not going to be The Bachelor. Like he just won't be. It wouldn't make sense. Apparently like his, his, you know, late wife, she didn't pass away that long ago. So like he, you know, apparently her family had took issue with him being on The Bachelorette, which is like, he gets to move on when he's, he wants to move on. Like, I think that it's fair that if he wanted to find love on The Bachelorette, that's fair. But like, if he didn't want to step on any toes, I feel like being, becoming the bachelor after that, you know, like, that. yeah,
3: well, it's, I, I really like the guy actually all joking aside. I thought he was a really, uh, you could tell he's a really genuine, nice guy, but I will say his late wife. I can't, like, I can imagine she probably said, I want you to find love again. And I want you to, you know, all that stuff, but I can't imagine it was ever in her mind of like, and I want you to go on the bachelorette. Like that was never, there was never a way that she had ever even thought that in her mind, you know?
2: Brian, shut up.
3: No, but wait, that's it's I'm saying he's a good guy, but I can almost say that, like, if she's there, she would want him to find love again. But I think she would never have imagined it being on The Bachelorette.
2: I I think it's safe to say that, like, that probably wasn't on her mind.
3: That's I mean, kind of. I just feel like if any if this situation happens to anybody else, you got to clarify this stuff of like, do not do it on a dating show, you know?
2: Yeah, I literally would have to be like on my deathbed. (laughs) Oh,
3: God, Yeah, I mean, but it it seems like these guys need to be told everything. Um, speaking of bad decisions, though, back to Donda, I did think we were talking about kids and like you know, especially the Kardashian kids growing up in a bubble. And I really did think of that about North and all the other Kim and Kanye kids of like they literally watched their mom walk in her wedding dress. They're separated as a couple to 85,000 people, like, how does that mess with it? Like, I, I don't, I will never have anything comparable in my life. Like how much therapy will a kid have to go through to like work that out when their dad can't even really explain artistically what he meant by it. You know,
2: there's a lot that they're going to have to unpack in therapy, those kids. Like I actually, that's what I mean. I'm like, I feel really bad for them. They're just going to have such abnormal childhoods. That yes. like they their parents have no issue just exploiting them and putting them through fucked up shit for like the sake of, you know, fame and attention. It's like, that's yeah. fucked up and sad. Like I feel bad for them. Genuinely. Yeah. It's like, it sounds silly. Cause it's like, Oh, they have so much money. Like they're going to be fine. It's like, no, I actually genuinely feel bad for them. I wouldn't trade like my normal childhood for that ever.
3: No, um, not at all. Uh, wait, what is your opinion of Tom Cruise? Sophie?
0: What? I just wanted to know
3: what your opinion of so. I saw a
2: Scientologist freak.
3: <laughs> so okay, so you have a strong opinion, yeah. Like you have a,
2: yeah, a well, no, I, freak. a I, freak of nature who wears doesn't he wear like um,
3: boots? He wears like uh, yeah, he you wears talk like about lifts, of
2: boots, so he has more height on the on the red carpet. Well, I'm
3: gonna start doing that too to look like your friend. By the way, I want to get like six four. Um, did you wait? Yeah, have wants- you?
2: six more like eric
3: have you ever seen the weekend uh he has lifts in his shoes too when he was when he was dating uh bella hadid he would wear these gigantic elevator boots
2: oh yeah 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 i saw that i didn't see that
3: do you think the weekend makes his like new people call him the weekend or do they call him abel no but i mean like do you ever wonder like hi i'm the weekend
2: you guys think Hi, I'm the weekend.
3: <laughs> yeah, like do you think, or and do you think he makes like dad jokes like that, like with that Twitter thing of like everybody welcome to the weekend at, the on Friday nights. Yeah, do, we, do you think he ever like has like a good day and he jokes about it, or is he just tortured <laughs> all the time?
2: No, I think that he is probably like I'm able.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. hope so. It would be, it would be like, do you think Machine Gun Kelly calls himself Machine Gun? Like, call me Machine Gun really
2: um, you know, like i don't even know his actual name because he's so irrelevant like, <laughs> like God.
3: my friend uh Maritza, she uh she keeps forgetting to turn in midnight in the switchgrass Randall emmett's uh movie she got it she got a physical copy at a at a, one of those Red boxes and she keeps forgetting To turn it in and then she lost it And now she's responsible for like a million Dollars in box office gross for Randall's Movie because she's (laughs) that she probably Is paid more for that movie than anybody Including the people that like made the Movie you know
2: oh my god wait What's what's the official review
3: of it She hasn't watched it she keeps Forgetting that she has it and I'm like This is where they get you Randall's gonna make his Money back just by people like Meditza Out there forgetting to turn it in (laughs) it's like a it's a calculated Campbell anyways Tom Cruise I saw a photo of him this week and he had so many fillers in his face and it really made me so sad like this is away from the Scientology mess but you have like stars that you're like it's like pop culture means so much now that we're watching these people get old and it's like scary as hell like I don't like I don't want to see Tom like it's like weird to see Tom Cruise like pumped up with fillers in his face you know
2: Wait, but like, did you was that your comfort celebrity before his fillers? Like, no, with- no,
3: no, not at all. But you are you like I grew up with Tom Cruise, so you're used to seeing Tom Cruise in yeah. a certain way. And then when you see him like all weirdly like t- like it looks like he's transitioning between him and a werewolf, it just looks like yeah. two pu- like just like pumped up in weird ways. And you're like, this isn't right. You know, the like you just know it's not right.
2: Yeah, no, but nothing about Tom Cruise is right. But yeah, he did look fucked up from what I saw that also. Yeah, he does not look good. But like, if, that'll, that'll do it to you when you're like a horrible person.
3: <laughs> if you um, could get all the, if you could get all work for free, how far would you go? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I could get all free work, I sometimes wonder like, would I end up looking like Michael Jackson? Because you just would keep going.
2: No, because actually, um, I got Botox the other day just because I was at the dermatologist and I was like, I'm just going to like do it. Like I'm here. Like I've like gotten it for free through work before, but, um, I, you know, was just there and I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I like forgot how freaking painful it is to get needles in your face. And it's like, you're bleeding and you're sore. And like, it's just like, it's not fun. So it's like I the the idea of doing that regularly all the time and then going under the knife and actually getting surgery and having to recover from like surgery, I'm like it's not worth it. Like that's like a lot of like shit. Like it's just a lot of bullshit.
3: Yeah. Okay. Good. That's the correct answer. I was hoping you wouldn't say. I would just keep going until the wheels no, fell off. I
2: just- Feel like you're you, it, it's not fun like i just like even though you like might look a little bit better it's like you put yourself through a lot of pain like it's not fun
3: yeah um okay we're going to transition now into the erica jane portion of the podcast um yes. i do want to say though just in regards to what we paid there was a mystery box that we bid on and we got it for 70 dollars, and it just said a bunch of frame photos so we didn't it was like a real storage wars moment and you guys it had a couple of framed photos of actual photos of Erica Jane as a child, like seven years old, eight years old. And it feels so like we were like, t- and so I'm not, but my friend, I have them, but my friend has already reached out to her. Cause I don't want them. I don't want to talk to She goes, well, what if I could finagle a podcast interview with Erica? And I go, I don't want that at all. I don't want to talk to her at all, but I do. I don't want them in my possession either. Like it, it does feel weird. Like I'm happy to, I know Erica Jane is a part of this mess and I believe she really does know, but like, I don't want her, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like for some reason I can't cross that bridge where I can hold on to that in any way, you know? Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. It feels a little too like personal.
3: I mean, it's not as cool as me owning an oil painting of Tom Girardi and his brothers, you know?
2: Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Who got that one again? I
3: did. I did. I got oh, a, yeah, yeah, I got right. an oil painting of Tom Girardi and his brothers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. I was like, I saw it. It was you that got it. Yeah. yeah but, uh, so most about it. So many people got stuff.
3: Yeah. It was a, it was a who's who of really, uh, pathetic people like me and a lot of other <laughs> scary individuals. And they were very weird with security. Like you would only have one person go in that has like the receipt and then, it was funny. Like there's a bunch of people waiting by their like U-Hauls and stuff to get the stuff. And like, none of us would even make eye contact with each other. Cause we, I think we were all kind of ashamed, you know,
2: it was the place to see and be seen. It end. was,
3: by the way, it would have been great if there was like a, what are those kind of step and repeat?
2: <laughs> like,
3: who are you wearing to the Girardi keys estate auction? You know, like, Oh, old Navy, old Navy again. Yes. It um,
2: actually is just so, it's so crazy how far, how far they have fallen a year ago. This, if you told me this was happening, like this wasn't happening a year ago.
3: I know. I mean, we-
2: living the high life a year ago.
3: Um. Well, this this story just came out that I want your opinion on is that Erica Jane sued for twenty five million dollars in Girardi Key's bankruptcy case. So, uh, yeah, she is being sued for twenty five million dollars. The quote is she attempts to create a distinction distinction between handing her money directly versus paying all of her bills directly. The suit alleged the distinction likes like her prior motion for reconsideration is meritless. Any payments made for her benefit are her responsibility. So this is another Ronald Richards thing where he also points out, Erica signed all of her tax returns, numerous credit card slips, and was well aware of the money she spent on the debtor's credit cards and the debtor's payments of her personal expenses. Her feigned willful blindness and ostrich approach to these expenditures will do absolutely nothing to limit her liability. So, This is another Ronald Richards thing, but it came out like all of these receipts came out and it turns out Erica Jane is a horrible tipper. Like she's like for somebody like it's like, Like I mean, this is even even if she wasn't if this case wasn't a thing and you just got a hold of Erica Jane's like, oh, this is what she spends. The thing you would notice had been like, oh, for somebody that worked in the service industry, you're tipping less than five percent on a lot of things.
2: I know. I saw that. I was like, it just shows that shows you the kind of person she is. She's not a good person. She's a selfish, greedy piece of shit.
3: Yeah. I mean, but it's also for somebody that worked at Shakers as a a go-go dancer and then a hostess where she met Tom Girardi at a restaurant. The fact that she, I mean, it did, but also it does go to show you that this lady wants to keep on to every red scent she can, you know?
2: Oh, exactly. It really does hit home, like when she was like, um, "When she was like, I've been, I've been rich and I've been broke, and being rich is a lot better, honey." No,
3: good. I've been rich and I've been broke, and being <laughs> rich is a lot better, honey. Uh,
2: Wait, so- I was crying, Ryan, when I was thinking about your. <laughs> yeah the orphans and the widows
3: yeah, yeah. Fun, the orphans and the widows and then his arm fell apart then he dove over a cliff no no he jumped <laughs> out of a car and then he flew and then he fell he did a little uh swan dive and then he, he i watched the man's hair fall right out of his head and we would have gotten away with it too and yeah like, if it, it, if it <laughs> weren't for you that's what greg grippo's doing to you sophie so he's like And he's like, and I would have got away with it if it wasn't for Sophie Ross and her damn nosy tweets.
2: I know it was like stupid fake actor voice.
3: Sophie, I'm very, I'm not even a good actor. Did you on the end of The Bachelor? He was like, I'm not even that good of it. I'm no Meryl Streep. And I'm like, no shit. We know you're no Meryl Streep. Yeah,
2: he was like, no, she was like, dare I say your acting career? And he was like, he didn't know what to say. So he just started laughing. He was like, <laughs> I, I mean, I am no Meryl Streep. <laughs> it's like, no, he's, he's guilty.
3: <laughs> I like that. Anybody out there was like, Oh my God, thank you for clarifying. Like, Oh, you really have the talent of a young Meryl Streep. Like this guy, the thing that I hate about guys like that is that this dude is like a good looking dude. If he was just a nice guy, he could probably get like success too. Like you didn't have to like, fuck around like this you know
2: yeah, he was like born you know not a normal person he was born as like a narcissist
3: so yeah, probably a 5'11 guy not a 6'4 guy if you know what i mean
2: yeah i mean yeah i do want no actually i do think he's actually over six foot because he played basketball in college but wait we also need to talk about um we also need to talk about dory and Garza.
3: oh okay yeah so i do okay so you guys if you you listen to the recap D- Dorit obviously thought she was really doing something and went after Garcelle, like, you've been punching at me. You've been making jab, jab, jab. What did you think of that whole thing?
2: It was so fucking uncomfortable and weird. I mean, no and boring.
3: Like she just went off. Like they were all making fun of her. She did the same thing they were making fun of her for.
2: Yeah. And she also
3: was like full of like,
2: microaggressions where she was like literally trying to police Garcelle's tone where she said her tone that she's like a bully and like it just made no sense it's like Garcelle's a bully you didn't just see how Erica just snapped at Sutton like that also is crazy
3: oh my god how dark is that like doesn't it read to you as like complete fear on Erica's part when she does that
2: complete fear desperation she I think she sees Sutton Sutton sees her for who she is which is a fraud
3: Well, and and Sutton just likes, by the way, Sutton is who she pretends to be. She's somebody that really likes money and cares about it and takes great pride in owning a lot of it. And like, so you're not going to get Sutton on, like Sutton will know her finances. So you're becoming a joke to Sutton because at the end of the day, all we cared about Erica for the most part was financial and what she bought with it or bragged to buy with it. So if you take all of that away, she's nothing. There's nothing there anymore.
2: No, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, Sutton is like someone who's genuinely rich. And she's set for life. And she, you know, likes fashion and she sits front row at all these shows. Erica can't stand that Sutton just genuinely lives that life. And hasn't had to scam people to get there.
3: And it was her initial love that she got divorced from Sutton actually went to high school. It was, they were high school sweethearts and that's who she married and that's who she divorced from. I mean, not somebody 33 years old or older older than her that she had to like do weird things to saggy old man balls. And like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like she, like Erica's like, I put in the work and you you just had to be a high school sweetheart. Um, wait, are you hearing the rumors about who Erica's Jane's Dayton now, allegedly? Who? Okay, so allegedly yeah, you know we on. No, it's famed movie producer John Peters. Who is so John is? Peters? He is a very so he produced like the 1989 Batman with Michael Keaton. He was also like he started off as a famous hairstylist, and the movie Shampoo with Warren Beatty is supposedly like kind of tailored around him or Warren Beatty used him as inspiration for that movie. But this guy was married to Pamela Anderson a couple of years ago. They were married for like a week. This guy's one of the richest dudes out there because there are like Erica Jane's bills are being paid. And remember she went on that private jet a couple, like uh, a month and a half or two ago when she showed the ring.
2: Oh my God. Her
3: bills are being paid. So are you looking them up right now? Do you see who I'm talking about? John?
2: He's scary.
3: Well, I mean, it's not like she's not scary. I mean, like that's
2: she's scary, too. They deserve each other.
3: So even though. OK, so this is fascinating. though. So even if Erica Jane did not have anything to do with the Tom Girardi stuff, then it kind of just makes her look like even worse that she's like, I saw he was in trouble. I also saw his health was declining. And I was like, I'm out of there. Like, no, thank you. Like, no, 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 no. I am out and I will find myself another rich guy while I have a couple of years left on this body, you know?
2: Yeah, it doesn't make her, yeah, I don't know what she was thinking, because even her, like, story that she's trying to spin, all of her lies, it doesn't make her look good. Like, oh, oh, okay, so he's mentally declining. Like, what we're dealing with is a man who has been
3: mentally... (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I watched three, three and a half years ago, I watched this man, one of the smartest men alive, I watched... Uh, he can't even do arithmetic even more. It's so sad to watch. He he loved long division and he can't do it anymore.
2: Yeah. Like it's just, it doesn't make her look good. Like it's crazy. And just like, yeah, you can tell also that the Fox Force five is very much like it's been more obvious than ever that they're in cahoots, which is like the viewers don't like that. It's like, why would, we don't want to see them like manufacturing storylines and only showing what they want to be shown.
3: Like, Like sports though. Like, I mean, I'm not a big sports guy, but it's like having the, you don't want, like you want every it to be like a fair playing field. Like everybody can't just gang up on somebody you want. I mean, we like a little bit of that, but you can't just, and that's why you need people like Sutton and Garcelle. It makes it so much more interesting instead of Lisa Rinna, who obviously wants to call everybody on their own bullshit, except for when people actually have bullshit to be called out on, you know, like this, know. like this would be a perfect example for Erica to actually, for Rinna to call Erica out and she won't do it.
2: I know exactly. And it's like, what is Rina hiding? What does Rinna know? Like, what do they know? What does Kyle know? Like, it's just crazy. And like the fact that Garcelle acknowledges that like, you know, we are on the outs of this group, like we're yeah. not in the inner circle of this circle. And the viewers are so like team Sutton Garcelle and like even crystal. It's like, let's make, like get them front and center. Like I'm done with Rena after this, like Erica, like if they do bring her back, which I really don't think they will, it would be entertaining, but it's like, well, I
3: think they If she'll do it, they definitely will. This is like, I said, I talked to, uh, uh, an entertainment tonight news reporter this week on the pod and he's coming up this week and best, Ratings they've had in multiple years. And by the way, that's not just because of Erica Jane, but she's a big part of it. So if they, if she agrees to do it, I, there's no way they won't offer it to her.
2: Yeah. I, 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 I think before the season started, I was like, no, there's no way because it's like you're rewarding this like criminal. But it's like the ratings are so good and the show is so good and like the drama is so good. It's like I would want to keep watching this.
3: Did you like- watch that cutscene with Sutton this week?
2: Yeah, that was crazy. Why did they cut that? So
3: you guys, I talked about this on Friday and I forgot to put the clip in because I was tired. So I'll probably forget to put it in now. But if not, Ryan, put it in right here. Okay, so anyways, that gives like context for everything that Sutton's saying. If Sutton had offered Erica money, of course Sutton is going to be so concerned and have lawyers involved. Like it is weird. They're sitting on all of this goldmine footage and it, it shows you that you really have to you know, you got to realize that there's a whole 360 picture that we're not seeing with some of these things.
2: I know. And it's kind of crazy. Cause it's like, I feel like that adds so much context. Like apparently she never, she didn't accept money from Sutton. So it didn't end up like being a thing. But the fact that Sutton offered that adds a lot of context. She's like, I want to know that this person who I was about to like put my, you know, ass out for like, this person is like a fraud. Like, what's the truth yeah. here? Yeah. Like, if I had given this person money, like, what would that have meant? Like, that's this, you know, it's she has a lot of questions. Of course, Sutton has a lot of questions. Like, she actually was kind of invested in Erica's ordeal, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, wanted to help out. Like, yeah.
3: Um, so, uh, also, I think I'm having on this week uh, one of Teddy's all in clients. That Teddy used to text and ask, uh, like you know, ask permission and stuff like that. I think they're going to have to be like a voice uh, change manipulator. To she agreed to come on, but it's a fascinating story. And I bring up Teddy just because she did have that little cameo last week, and she's really trying to make the most of it. She tried to get into it with Garcelle, and I I brought this up just because Garcelle tweeted this week that she was scared to see the movie candy man that just came out and is number one at the box office. I really want to see it. But I said, uh, cause if you say Candyman's name five times in a mirror or three times, like Candyman shows up and kills you. And I wrote to Garcelle. I said, if you say, if you say Teddy's name in a mirror, five times you go to sleep. And, uh, And everybody like, but then you guys, she Garcelle Instagrammed a picture of herself, like looking like, haha, laughing. And she goes, what am I thinking? Wrong answers only. And I wrote, Teddy's really making some great points here. And everybody started liking it. And then she deleted the comment. So what does that mean? Does she like Teddy now? Or does she just hate me? Like, what is it? What is no, she-
2: maybe she just feels bad for Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: actually
2: is crazy how much people just, like, hate Teddy. And it's not, well, like, a, a fun hate way. It's just, like, get off her fucking screens. You suck. Boom.
3: Well, I mean, imagine, like, like the all-in stuff is actually, if you pay attention to it, it's really dangerous, scary stuff in terms of her, like, her business but we're, we don't even really harp on that that much. We just say she's boring. Like, imagine doing actually things wrong in your life and people ignore that and go, oh, you're so fucking boring, man. You are that's so right. boring. Like, yeah. that's so funny. It's Honestly, so weird. It
2: boring is like the biggest insult. Like, that's the last thing I would want to be called as boring. Like, it's just like, if you're not even, you're nothing. You're just boring. Like, there's nothing interesting about you. And yeah, that's Teddy. There's nothing interesting about her.
3: There was the, uh, uh, back in the old days in Saturday Night Live, I read this book. I love this quote that John Belushi or Jim Belushi, they all got fights and Bill Murray uh, came up to Chevy Chase and said, because uh, everybody hated Chevy Chase and Chevy, he called Chevy Chase a medium. He goes, you're a medium talent. And it was like the harshest, but it is, if you think about that, it's one of those slow burn rips that like, you're, you're just a medium talent, like a me- yeah. not good, just medium. Like, and I think that's such a burn for somebody that thinks they're so great. And I think all of these housewives think they are so great. Their egos are so big. They're like Kanye West size egos. And then, uh, and then bringing up real housewives of New York, because it's this week is their last episode of the whole season. One of the shortest seasons they've had since the beginning and it's just been an overall horrible season, which I think everybody, its I think it's okay to say that, right? Like, it's okay not to like a season. It doesn't mean anything, you know?
2: Oh, yeah, no. It's been very much universally panned, like, across the board. I think everyone agrees that it's a horrible season.
3: And it's not one person's fault. It's not Emily K. Williams' yeah. part. It's not, I mean, Ramona's, uh, like, their tricks are getting a little tired, I would say. Um, I did want to ask, why didn't you go to Sonia Morgan's caberlesque show this week in New York?
2: Oh my God. I should, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I lost track of time.
3: <laughs> what? I was, I mean, can you, like, she actually did her caberless show. So Luann must be quaking right now. Like she yeah. must be shook that. Yeah.
2: Luann found dad in a ditch right now. Like she is not okay.
3: Well, let me ask you this. Who would you rather see do cabaret Luann or uh, Sonia?
2: I would, I would honestly say probably Luann just because it's like, she's been doing it for, you know,
3: so long. Oh, so you think, cause she's like a tried and true performer. You, you're like.
2: And she's just, I've been watching <laughs> Luann for, for way longer too. Honestly. Like, I mean, Sony was what third season.
3: But Sony has that unpredictableness like Kanye, where I figure like she would stop a show midway and go, I'm just not feeling this tonight.
2: Girl, I We'll get your money you- back. When it comes to which I like more, it's Sonia, for yeah. sure. But I think, in terms of who I'd want to see, I think in like just as an experience, I think that seeing Luann would be like hilarious.
3: I've seen Luann twice now, and uh, it just gets better every time. And it's like, I did want to pitch a show to Bravo where me and guests follow around um, Luann, like the Grateful Dead. And we just, we go from town to town and we just like, we set up like, um, you know a tailgate situation where each like we just and we'll like sing songs beforehand and we get wasted and then we go into the venue and then after you know like we like drop it acid fish concerts yes it'd be like oh my god i'm like oh, so like my i'm peaking right now i was peaking when she did uh money can't buy you class i was like fucking losing it
2: yeah yeah and we take like um <laughs> <laughs> what do people take for like fish concerts what do they take
3: like whippets mushroom molly
2: yeah we we take like hella molly and shroom
3: (laughs) when you got six faces you got six (laughs) heads on you right now (laughs) um okay as we start winding down because you've got to get back to uh your prayer circle or whatever's going on over there um Wait, so I mean, what do you I mean? Do you guys, you guys won't go out tonight though, will you? Or or Sunday nights go off?
2: We were drinking all day. We were at this place called the Surf Lodge in Montauk, and they have live music there. It was actually really good live music, but we had brunch there, and then we were just like there literally all day. And now we're just really tired. Um, And we all have to like work tomorrow. We're all going to be like working in the morning. So.
3: You should film this and compete with Summer House. Um, I know. It's going to be really... <laughs> Lindsay is going to be shook.
2: It's riveting stuff. Uh,
3: sad news to report. Uh, and just everybody, if you... I mean, obviously, give positive thoughts to uh, Afghanistan right now and the hurricane that is about to uh, touch down in New Orleans. But Nini Leek's husband, Greg, uh, came out today, unfortunately. Uh, Nini was at, I believe, her restaurant, and she was being chastised by some fans who are not coming over to say happy birthday. And uh, we have this on video, but she just said, "Hey, you know, my husband is uh, transitioning to, you know, like pretty much implying that he will be dying very soon, and that she's just not in the mood to uh, to be saying happy birthdays and stuff, and that he is transitioning to the next life. And um, man, that sucks. You know, it's like we grow up with these, you know, and and they uh, obviously." Separated for a while and got back together and they seemed like they were, he seemed like a a decent person and that's just really sad to hear. So, um, you know, shout shout out. I mean, there's no, it just, that's really just horribly sad. Um,
2: sad. I saw that. It's really sad. I'm thinking about them.
3: Um, let's see here. Uh, and, uh, do you think we could cancel Oprah? They're trying to cancel Oprah right now. Do you think she's uncancelable, or can you cancel (laughs) Oprah?
2: Wait, what did she do this time?
3: So, the, not even so. TMZ reports not even Oprah is safe from a years later to look back at questionable behavior, including an interview she did with Dolly Parton that's now under the microscope with a twenty twenty one lens.
2: Oh, I saw that. I didn't clips,
3: see that. yeah, clips from this two thousand three sit down with the iconic country singer resurfaced this weekend, and Oprah was asking Dolly. Um, it was just like some personal questions about, uh, mental health. And, uh, I'm going to put the clip in, but I feel like, uh, I just feel like, why are we going back? Like, are we, are we, we, we can't find enough people to like mess with in today's day and age that we're going back. Like we're allowed to go back to 2003 and like literally pull clips and try to get people in trouble for that shit.
2: Yeah. You can like point out why that stuff is like, you know, it wouldn't be okay in 2021. But like, I just think we really do have to look at things through the lens of like, okay, this was 2003. And I think also like, you know, people were maybe not taking Dolly Parton seriously because she did have, you know, a look that wasn't common then. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. It's like, you have to really kind of put things into context. And I know that people don't want to hear that sometimes, but like, it's true. You have to kind of put things in and be like, was Oprah like? Clearly, people weren't outraged by this in two thousand three because that was kind of the norm then. Yeah. It was just a question, you know, a woman who had these huge fake boobs and like, you know, that wasn't very normal back then.
3: But by the I way, also like, it's okay to. I just feel like, come on, like it's okay to grow. Like two thousand three and two thousand twenty one are two yeah. different times. Like, I mean, Oprah has done so much more good that has outweighed anything about commenting on Dolly Parton's knockers. You know, like it just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me um what it is your really
2: thought is. Yeah, it's like a different era it's like we really do just have to look at things it's like it yeah it was a different era it really was
3: um uh, jay-z and beyonce uh celebrated the forty forty club anniversary uh on saturday the 18th anniversary but uh tmz is reporting she is still mum on the blood diamond controversy have you heard about this
2: Oh, the Tiffany's thing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So she was photographed in this and it turned out it was a blood diamond and supposedly Beyonce was unaware. But I mean, once again, like if you see a huge diamond, aren't you going to want like, I don't see a beautiful piece of old Navy clothing and ask for the provenance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just like you're just going to wear a big diamond.
2: People are just holding people to such high standards especially you know as a celebrity you should you should be you know if you're on a pedestal you are held to higher standards and yes you should behave yourself in a certain way but like we're expecting beyonce to know the origins of this diamond that she's doing for a campaign like i'm sorry it's like she's not she's not perfect like why are we why are we acting like the average person would would know would think to do that in order to not get canceled for you know being in a campaign with a blood diamond it's like we're really just expecting it's it's one thing to expect like you know basic decency from celebrities but we're expecting a lot sometimes
3: how bored are we we have so much to do with our own lives like how bored are we right now that we actually have to dip into this stuff um yeah okay this is a ridiculous story. Drake's fans vandalize Kanye's child at home. And I looked at them, the vandalize, like, so you guys, his child at home, which he recreated at Soldier Field and uh, <laughs> Drake's fans. This is the vandal. Is They put some um, just poster board that says um, certified lover boy coming soon. 45, 44 burnt out. Buck, Justin Leboy but they just propped them up on the steps like they're not even there's no tagging or broken windows it's like the nicest vandalism you know i've i can't see it I've, it's the nicest vandalism i've ever seen they just put poster board like and they just they, they just laid it gently upon the steps of Kanye's childhood home.
2: A Canadian, a Canadian. <laughs> That's what i
3: Drake's fans are the politest. Which, by the way, Certified Lover Boy comes out this Thursday night at midnight. Finally, uh, there was rumors that Kanye was going to release it on the same day, and I guess Universal took that decision away from him because they were like, no, no, no. And I will say, I'm really looking forward to Drake's album. Not that he is the best rapper of all time, but I'm sure there will be some music potentially to have fun to on it.
2: Oh, yeah, we were just okay. It's funny. We were just having this conversation as we were eating our spicy crab um, clam chowder. We were talking about how Kanye um, like wanted to freaking drop his album at the same time as Drake. And how when it comes down to it, like, I will go out of my way to listen to Drake. If I had to choose like I'm choosing Drake, I will go out of my way to listen to a Drake album because I know there are going to be good songs on it. Yeah. Kanye, you don't know what you're going to freaking get. And well, past- I saw an hour
3: and 45 minutes and I was like, oh man, like I was kind of, I was like, man, that's like my a, a day if I listen to this, you know?
2: Right. And his past few albums have been like, you know, very lackluster anyway. So it's like, it's not a competition when it comes to Drake versus Kanye. I'm sorry. I'm listening to Drake.
3: Did I lose you? So, yeah.
2: Yeah. You lost me. Wait. Okay.
3: No, I'm saying, uh, finally today, uh, finally today, Justin Bieber, congratulations to Justin Bieber on Spotify. He is now the most listened to artist ever. He is officially the Prince of pop. Um, so, uh, he is number one of all time on Spotify, a whopping number of 83.3 billion. Is that right? But he, he broke the record. He is the number one listened to artist of all time on Spotify.
2: That's surprising to me for some reason.
3: Yeah, I feel nothing. I mean, just yeah. generally.
2: Yeah, like what? I'm trying to think. I'm like, what is he even like? I can't even think of a song. I guess. He, I did that,
3: he did that baby song when he was a kid, I think. I think that's probably a huge one.
2: Well, I love the song.
3: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm
2: just playing saying now to say sorry. Okay,
3: well, Sophie Ross, ladies and gentlemen, hey, everybody. Hey, um. Oh, and finally, uh, uh, Chloe and Tristan were spotted at, uh, the birthday party of, uh, LA Lakers, uh, and space jam two star, uh, LeBron James's wife's birthday party. They came together, but left separately. So Chloe go on and, you know, keep doing, <laughs> you, uh, you dummy, just enjoy your dummy life.
2: I know she's a dummy. She's embarrassing, but uh. it's like, Again, it's like a lot of this stems from her just being a deeply insecure person, which is sad.
3: And uh, She's setting a
2: bad example for her daughter.
3: Yeah, that's it. Thank you, Sophie Ross. Uh, anything that we need to be on the lookout for you for this week, Sophie? Thank you so much for doing this. I know you're in the Hamptons and uh, this is uh thank you for breaking away to do this.
2: Yeah, no problem. I do have a story coming out soon. This week, actually about my new apartment and all the stuff that I bought for my new apartment, if you're interested. Oh, hell
3: yeah. Including that broken lamp?
2: Yes. Yeah, I mentioned the broken lamp saga in there. So, yeah. So just follow me and you'll see. So
3: you guys, and I'll put that on my stories when it launches. So just do the swipe. Oh, by the way, Instagram changed the stupid swipe up feature and I want to shake the shit out of it. Why would they do, like, why why does anybody, why did people want to keep, like, doing things? Like, just, like, move on. We're fine with the old way.
2: I'm so mad. And I also like haven't updated my Instagram because I know they, they just made... don't. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not updating my Instagram.
3: So and I hate to sound old man about that, but I'm just, I'm tired and I don't want to learn new shit.
2: I know it's really stupid. It's really annoying. I don't know why they do this to us. I'll find a new app.
3: I'll find you <laughs> don't even threaten me instagram i'll find a new place to I'll show find my a new pictures. photo
2: sharing platform i'm
3: going to oh by the way and also OnlyFans shout out they went back to pornography yeah so we did it folks we did it um yeah okay i'll talk to you next week so
2: okay thank you guys bye,
3: bye. Uh...
1: betches